It's Mother's Day, a time to celebrate all the wonderful mothers out there, not just for being shining examples of how great a mom can be, but also for being beautiful reflections of who God is. Like God, you've provided for us. You've shown us how much you care from the very beginning. With God, you've guided us, helping us navigate through every decision, big or small. You've been patient with us, helping us grow and learn from the mistakes we make. And like God, you forgive us, offering us grace so those mistakes can never define us. You've been present. It sounds so simple, but it's so important just knowing you're there when we need you. And most of all, you've loved us unconditionally as only someone filled with God's love could. So today we thank you, moms, for all of this and so much more. Happy Mother's Day. Well, welcome. I'm Pastor Danae, and it's my honor to be here on this Mother's Day weekend. And moms, Westover loves you. We love to celebrate our moms, and we love to be here and just honor you and appreciate you for all that you do. And so first and foremost, I'm here, and I say this every Mother's Day. Moms, this is the one week in a year you don't have to do anything. You are not allowed to wash a single dish. You are not allowed to do a single load of laundry. That is for your family to do. If there's a mess on the floor, you have kids, let them pick it up. It's your weekend. And if they don't, it's there on Monday, and you can take care of it then, and that's okay. But Mother's Day is such a great time to just honor, stop, and think and reflect on all of our moms. And as I was thinking about Mother's Day, I began to think about all the things that they never told you before you became a mom. It's like all the moms, we have this secret code that we all know about, and we don't tell the other ladies until they're already a mom and they can't do anything about it. And so I began to think and kind of reflect on some of them, and here are some of the ones I came up with. One, you will be tired for the rest of your life. Every mom in here knows that. And when you're an early and a kind of first-time mom, you think, oh, it's just a season, and it's going to be okay because they're going to start sleeping through the night, and then I won't be tired anymore. No, you're tired for the rest of your life. Your house will never be clean again. It is impossible. You have little tiny people and kids in your house. It is impossible for your house to stay clean. You will never be lonely again because your kids are always there. Like, always there. Even when you think you've got a moment's peace, they kind of pop up out of nowhere. You no longer have discretionary income because it always goes to your kids. You know when you were single or you didn't have kids and you were able to go do a spa day or a pedicure and all the nice things that were just spent on you? And then you have kids and then they need diapers. And then their shoes, they don't fit in them anymore. And then they hit this adolescent phase. And there's something about adolescent phase. I don't know what it is. They need all of the newest things and the newest technology and the newest devices. And the list goes on and on. And so your discretionary income is gone. Another one, you are never in control again. 
Just accept it. There's a little tiny human living in your house, and they run everything. You don't have control anymore. And you immediately grow like mom ears and intuition. You can hear every laugh, every cry, every scream, and it's almost like you kind of just know everything that's going on in the house. And you're always going to feel like you're not enough. As a mom, even on your best day, you kind of feel like you're not enough. And one thing that you quickly discover when you become a mom is that they are always on your mind and they are always in your heart. And so today we want to honor our moms for all that you do. See, moms are considered the heart of the home. They say home is where mom is. And many people throughout time and history have tried to understand the love and the bond between a mom and her child. Scientists have tried to explain it biologically. Psychologists have tried to explain it emotionally. But I believe and I think that one of the best explanations and one of the best ways that we can see it is in the Bible. So I invite you to open up your Westover app. We're going to be looking in Isaiah 49 today. And as you're turning maybe in your Bible there... Let me kind of set the stage in the context of what's actually happening in this book. Isaiah is a prophet in the Old Testament. And really what a prophet was, was somebody that God chose to speak his word and his truth to the people of Israel. And so at this time in the Old Testament, Israel is not following after God. They're not doing what he wants them to do. They're not following his, his laws and his commands. And there's this distance between God and the people of Israel. And so God chooses Isaiah and says, I want you to tell my people, and here's the central thing I want them to get, is though even right now they feel like they're so far away from me, it doesn't matter. I still love them. I still want to restore them, and I still want relationship with them. And so we pick this up in Isaiah 49, verses 14 and 15, and here's what it says. Yet Jerusalem says, the Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. But here's how God responds. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, we see in these verses that God is telling his people, even though you feel far from me, even though you might feel this distance, I love you no matter what, and I want to have relationship with you. But he understands and he knows that the people of Israel do not truly grasp how much he loves them. They can't fathom it. And he, so he's thinking, how can I make sure they get this? And so he chooses an earthly relationship to model and reflect who he is. And he says, the best way to show this to you is to show it through a mother and the love that she has for her child. A lot of times we say God is our father. And yes, God is our father. He provides for us. He leads us. He protects us. He does all of those things. But I think in these verses what we see is that yes, God is our father, but he's saying the best part of me is I'm like your mother. Because moms reflect God's heart. Moms, you reflect God's heart. And God chose you to be an instrument to show his love to your family. It's been said that God wanted his love to be everywhere, so he created mothers. And so today, for just a few moments, I want to share with you a few thoughts on how moms reflect God's heart. The first is that moms love no matter what. Moms, you love no matter what. Your love knows no boundaries. It is not situational. It is not conditional. 
It doesn't have an expiration date. A mom's love does not have limits upon it. It never runs out. Mom's love, no matter what. See, a mom's love doesn't change based on the situation. When your kid is screaming and crying and things are crazy in your house, or maybe when they're little and they don't give you a moment's peace or silence in the house, or maybe it's when they're adolescents and you find that they roll their eyes at you and they say, you have no idea what my life is like and how difficult it is. No matter the situations, moms love no matter what. You see, moms, they hold the hands of their kids for just a little bit but you hold on to their heart forever. See, all moms, you know this to be true. When your kids are little and they need you and they reach out to you and you grab onto their hand, or when they're first learning to walk and you just kind of hold them steady as they're walking along, or when they're little and they just reach out and they grab your hand as you walk down the sidewalk. But there's a moment when they stop reaching for your hand and they no longer need your hand, but they always have your heart. Because see, moms are heart-driven. Moms are heart-driven. Everything a mother does is driven by her love. Our prayers are heart-driven. Even our correction is heart-driven. Every hug, every smile, it reflects God's heart. Moms, you remember that moment maybe when you found out that you were going to ex be expecting and the joy and the excitement that came from that and then over the months, you began to prepare and look forward to the moment that your child was going to arrive. But nothing prepared you for the moment when you saw and you held your child for the first time. And all of a sudden, the overwhelming love that you experienced and the overwhelming, um, just all-encompassing love that came upon you. And I really believe at the moment you hold your child for the first time, it's like God comes and he deposits a part of his heart into you. And for the first time, you begin to love like God loves. For the first time, you begin to see things through God's eyes. And you begin to love someone the way God loves. And you truly begin to reflect the heart of God. We see this from Mary in the Bible. See, Mary was a mom who loved Jesus as her child. And she was there for all the big moments. But she was heart-driven. And she loved no matter what. And we see this in John 19. At the moment that Jesus was crucified and he was up on the cross and he was being ridiculed and he was beaten and he was dying. And she saw him and she stood there and it says in John 19.25 that near the cross stood his mother. See, Mary was there for all of the moments. Mary was there when the wise men came to worship Jesus. Mary was there at the moment when Jesus started his ministry and he performed his first miracle. And throughout the Gospels, you will see time and time again, if you read them, about Jesus' ministry, that it will say, and Mary was there. And Mary was there. Or his mother was there. And even at the hardest moment of her life and his life, Mary was there because moms are heart-driven. They're going to love no matter what, no matter the season, no matter the moment, no matter the difficulty. Moms love no matter what, and they reflect God's heart. Another reason that moms reflect God's heart is that moms always want the best for their children. See, moms always want the best for their kids. They're always wanting to help their kids. They want to succeed in everything that they do. Moms will sacrifice. You'll go out of your way. 
You'll stay up late. You'll run that extra errand. You'll work just a little bit harder. You'll be the one that goes out of your way and does extra and maybe makes that extra meal just so that your kids can have the best. You see, moms are the ones that are going to stay up late because they found out you have a project due the next day at school, and she just found out about it, but you've known for a couple of weeks. That's what a mom does. A mom goes the extra mile because a mom wants the best for her kids. If you look at a mom's calendar, it's going to reflect all of the appointments, games, practices, recitals, concerts, projects of their kids. Because for a mom, their life, their calendar revolves around their kids and giving the best to their kids. In the Musset household, we're in the middle of what we call a life skill phase, okay? And really over the last several years, my family has coined this phrase called the mom standard in the household. And, you know, as moms, we feel like it's our job to teach our kids life skills, right? Because when they leave our house one day, hopefully, that they will be able to, hopefully, right, that they will be able to survive on their own and that they're going to be able to be productive members of society. So that's our hope and our prayer for them. And so we're in the middle of life skill phase. I've got an 11-year-old and I've got a soon-to-be 13-year-old. He wants you to know that. And so we're in the middle of this. And so we're working on doing your own laundry and washing your own, your own clothes and cleaning your own room and doing the dishes and all of these things. And when they push back, I'm like, this is good for you. This is a life skill you need to have. But every mom in here, you know, and you, or am I the only one? Your definition of clean and your kid's definition of clean are two different things, Right? Two different things. And so when I'll say, go clean your room, and they say, oh, it's clean. And so what we have started to say, well, is it mom clean? And, and then it's like this wash of confusion comes over their face. They think about it. There's no response, and they just walk back into their room. Or then well, they'll say, oh, yeah, the dishes are done. Well, are they mom clean? And they think about it. And so it's just kind of become this thing that we have. And what they've learned in the Musset household is that the mom standard is the highest standard that there is in the house. And I think that's true for every mom. Your standards, you all have a mom standard for your kids. You want the best for your kids. You have a mom standard and a mom dream of who they're going to become. And you pray and you hope that they discover the thing that drives them and excites them and what the passion is that God put inside of them to be the best that they can be and live out the purpose that he called them to be. You have a mom standard inside of you because you want the best for your kids. But moms, for just a moment, can I share my heart with you? I know you want the best for your kids. But I think if we're really honest, and we probably wouldn't say it to anybody, but we wonder sometimes, are we the best for our kids? Are we enough? Because so many times we feel like we fall short and that we're not enough. And so we question ourselves. And it's really easy to fall into this trap because we begin to compare to other people. And we begin to compare to the other people that we see in our life. And we look over and we see this other mom who looks like she has it all together. And so we're like, well, we don't have it all together. Do you see the chaos I'm living in? And so we don't feel like we're enough or we're not measuring up. Or we look on Instagram and we see that perfect Instagram mom who her kids always look great and they smile in every picture and their life looks perfect. And you think, well, I'm not that. 
And here's what I want you to understand and know, is that you are the perfect mom for your kids. Moms, you are the perfect mom for your kids. You are exactly what God gave and that they needed. When he decided that your kids needed to come into the world, he said they need that mom because she's the perfect match for them. And so you are doing an amazing job. And I want you to know not everything has to be perfect. It's okay sometimes to not have a gourmet meal every single night. Frozen pizza works. It works a lot in our household. It's okay. And you know what? When they come home and they have all these questions on their homework and you feel like you don't have the answer and you don't know how to solve the math problem, it's okay. Just Google it. It's all going to work out. And you don't have to have a spotless home. Just get on the floor and play with your kids. It's okay. Because here's the deal. Success is showing up. Success is showing up. And that's what moms do. Moms show up. Moms show up. They clean up messes. They kiss boo-boos. They give hugs when their kids hurt. They cheer them on when they win. And you don't have to be a perfect mom because you are already the perfect mom for your kids. God chose you to be their mom. And you show up every day and you give your best because you want the best for your kids. And thank you for showing up. Thank you for giving the best to your, mom, to your kids. You reflect God's heart. You reflect God's heart. And finally, another way that moms reflect God's heart is that moms give more than they get. Moms are always going to give more than they get. Mom gives more energy, more time, more heart than they're ever going to get back. See, a mom's going to pray more ache more, worry more. See, motherhood is not a job that you can clock in and you can clock out of. You're always on duty. There's no days off. There's no vacation time. There are no sick days. Moms always are going to give more than they get. Someone wants to find moms as a person who does the work for 20 for free. That's what moms are. See, moms just give more and and always put out more because they love their kids. And it's not because it's expected or required. See, even on your worst days, moms, the day you've had a really hard day at work and you're exhausted and you walk in the door that night and you feel like, I have nothing left to give. I am so tired. And you look at your house. And there are piles of laundry on the floor, and there are dishes in the sink, and dinner has to be made, and your kids need help with your homework, and you just feel like, I have nothing. But somehow, because of who you are, you find something within yourself, and you show up, and you just give a little bit more. You just give a little bit more, not because it's required, because it's almost hardwired in you to give more than you get, because for you, it's worth it. Because your kids are your life. Your kids are your life. And their success is your success. For you, family is everything. You want them to win because when they win, you win. That joy that they get when they make that goal at the game, it becomes your joy. That pride that they feel when they get that A on that project that they've been working so hard on, It becomes your pride because when they win, you win. You see, motherhood, it's an account 
that never balances. Motherhood is an account that never balances, and it's always overdrawn. And so the math really doesn't make sense. When you think about motherhood and you think about accounting, accounting is there are deposits and there are withdrawals in an account. There are deposits and there are withdrawals. But you see, in motherhood, there's always going to be more withdrawals. There's always going to be more that's given out. There's always going to be more that's given and poured out to your family than there ever is that you get. And that's okay. That's okay because that's honestly how we want it. We want to pour our heart out and we want to pour our life out to our kids. And it's always going to be overdrawn because moms give more than they get. And there's a group of moms here that you give more than you get on most days. And that's our single moms. And if you are a single mom here in the room, we want to invite you to stand up and come to the front. We want to honor you today. For all of our single moms, would you please come forward? Westover wants to honor you. Wow, come on. Single moms, we have a gift for you today. And every single mom here is getting a single red rose. And here's why. I know a lot of times for Mother's Day, you guys want flowers, but nobody's around to give you flowers. Or maybe your kids can't go get you flowers. And so you feel like sometimes you get without and you don't have as much. And we want to honor and we want to cherish you today. Because single moms, we know you do double work. You pull double duty and double shifts so many times. Some of you work multiple jobs to provide for your family. And as a single mom... Sometimes I've, I've prayed with you, I've talked to so many of you, and you'll tell me that you don't feel like you're enough. And sometimes you feel like your kids go without because it's just you. And you feel like sometimes they get left out. And here's what I want you to know. Our God is a good God. Our God is a good God, and he loves your children more than you could ever love them. So in the places that you feel there is lack, God is a gap filler. And God makes up the difference. And he's going to bless your family and he's going to bless you. Continue to be faithful. Continue to be faithful and show up every single day. And God's going to honor your faithfulness. Bring your kids to church. Show up. Love on them. Pray over them. And God is going to honor your faithfulness. And he's going to honor the prayers of your heart. He sees you. Every sacrifice that you make that nobody else sees, God sees it. And he loves you. And so we want to honor you, and I want to pray over each one of our single moms here. God, I thank you, Lord, for every mom that's represented in every household and every family that is represented here. Lord, they are precious in your sight. And so, God, right now, I pray a blessing upon them. Lord, that you would let them feel how cherished and how loved they are by Westover, but also by you. Remind them and encourage them that they are doing a great job, that you see them right where they're at. You see every tear that they cry, every worry that they carry, and that you are there to come alongside and encourage and lift them up. They are not walking this journey alone, but God, you are walking with them. God, I pray protection over their families, protection over their children. Lord, that as they continue to raise them, Father, to honor and to love you, that you would just continue to bless them. Lord, a covering over each household here. Thank you for who they are. Thank you for how they give, how they love, 
and how they reflect your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, single moms. We love each and every one of you. You may be seated. And now today, we also want to honor all of the moms in the room. So if you're a mom here today, if you wouldn't mind, would you just stand right where you're at? Our ushers are going to be coming through, and we have a gift for all of our moms in the room here. Moms, we love you. We love you. You reflect the heart of God. You reflect the heart of God. The love you display to your family every single day reflects the heart of God. And you pray more than anybody else. I know moms pray consistently for their kids. And there are sacrifices that you do that no one else sees. The things you go without for your kids so that they can have what they want. You reflect God's heart. And so we want to honor you. We want to honor you. For every scrape that you have kissed, every hug that you have given, every late night that you have stayed up, every dish that you have washed, every pair of laundry that you have folded, we want to honor you today. And in everything that you do, you reflect the heart of God. And so all of our moms today, you're going to get a small compact mirror. And it says, moms reflect God's heart on the front. And here's what I'm going to ask you to do. You know that thing that you carry around that's supposed to be a purse, but really becomes like a travel kit, first aid kit, just a MacGyver handbag that you use to supply everything to your family that they might ever need when you leave the house. I'm going to ask you to put this in there. And anytime you see it, I just want it to be a small reminder that you reflect God's heart. That when God wanted to show his love to humanity, he chose the relationship of a mom to her kids to show us how much he loves us. And every single moment of the day, you reflect God's heart. And don't diminish who you are and how amazing you are to your family. You are exactly what they need. You are the exact mom that your kids need, and you are doing an amazing job, and we love you, and we want to celebrate you today. And so I just want to pray over all of our moms here in the room for just a moment. God, I thank you, Lord, for each mom that is represented here, for the families, for the children that are represented by each mom. God, they are a blessing. They're a blessing to their families. They're a blessing to Westover. They are a blessing to the people around them. And Lord, you see every single fact sacrifice they make. You see every day the worry and the care that they give to each and everything that they do for their family. Lord, you see the small details and the big ones. You see their prayers. You hear their prayers and you see every tear that they cry for their kids. And you care about each and every need. And so today I pray that you would encourage their heart. God, remind them that they are the perfect mom for their children, that they are doing an amazing job, and that, that when they show up each and every day, they reflect your heart in all that they do. Lord, I pray that they would feel cherished and loved today. They would feel appreciated. And God, we just pray protection and blessing over them and their families. Give them your love today. In Jesus' name, amen. Moms, you are loved. We hope you have a wonderful Mother's Day. Have a great day. You guys are dismissed.